previously on Those Were the Days. We're going to have to vamp for Adi. I always tried to wiggle my nose when I was a kid. So where did no. he go? Darren, don't you love me? He goes, no. <laughs> so I felt that no so hard. The most hastily prepared sprinkler system. I spent my formative years near Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> if you ever watched Hollywood Squares, you know how good he is at improv. And he stares at me for a beat, and he goes, how old are you? And so she's like, listen, so um, the house is gone. You can see the house is gone. Um, so, like, what if we did something nice for my mother? Because the house is gone. So what if she had the party here, and also she already decorated, and I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Hello and welcome into Those Were the Days. Those Were the Days, the show about classic television, and this week... In the United States, it's Thanksgiving week, and so we are going to talk about one of the best Thanksgiving episodes of any show ever produced. I'm your host, Travis, a.k.a. TV's Travis, but I can't do this alone. No, no, no. I might be the station manager, okay? But I need a smooth-talking DJ like Audie. So I was there with my dad at the mall, and we were going shopping after Thanksgiving, and then, then I heard a helicopter. I love helicopters. So we went to look at the helicopter, and then all of a sudden, things were dropping from the helicopter. And I said, Dad, what is that coming out of the helicopter? And my dad wasn't looking good. He was looking very sad. And then we saw it was turkeys. And we saw it was a radio station dropping turkeys on people. And we saw one of the radio men right over there, and we almost got him and made him pay. Also, the head of the sales department, Amy. All right, boys, listen. So um, we, we've tried promoting the show on Twitter and, and on the discords, and we've tried asking people to tell their friends and to leave us reviews, but have we considered dropping poultry out of a helicopter? I didn't think so. And finally, <laughs> no radio station is complete without a lovely secretary, Stephen. <laughs> Well, I know we've enjoyed doing just fine, uh, but I'm here to tell you that new management is stepping in, and I really want to contribute. Every other Monday is now going to be Spaghetti Monday, where we eat spaghetti on the air. And then the Mondays we're not eating spaghetti, I'd like us to you know, go ahead and start treadmill podcasting. I'm telling you, it's going to take <laughs> off. Uh, I'm just letting you know that things are going to get great around here now that I'm in charge. <laughs> oh, those couldn't have been better if I had planned them out that way. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so this week we are talking about the Thanksgiving episode from season one of a little show called WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, it was a show that ran from 1978 to 1982, four seasons. I can neither confirm nor deny that I was named after Andy Travis from WKRP in Cincinnati. The timeline matches up. My parents were fans of the show. I don't know, but it's quite possible. <laughs> Um, I want to get everybody's kind of history, if you're familiar with the show. I'm going to start with Steven. Do you, do you remember WKRP? Did you watch it much? I've watched like maybe four episodes in my entire life of WKRP. I don't know. It wasn't one of those shows that was on rotation on the channels I was watching. I think, 
as a Nick at Night kid, which we all know by now, I think Nick at Night had like a one-week random week where they showed old TV that they didn't normally play. And WKRP was one of those shows that they had on for a few days or a few nights. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is good stuff. This is great old TV. You know, me and my seven-year-old PJs <laughs> just right. going, this is good. I like it. It's for old people. And here I am <laughs> enjoying it. Uh, yeah, it was. I, that's that's the most I had with it. Um, but now, I mean, not to bury the lead, but I really want more of it of this show. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Audie, how about you? Are, do you have much of a history with uh, WKRP? I really don't. This is my first time watching an episode all the way through. So, mm. And this one in particular, I knew of. Like, this is, you know, probably their most famous episode, one of the most famous Thanksgiving episodes of anything. So, you know, I'd seen the segment of uh, Les out there talking about what's going on and all that, <laughs> but I hadn't seen the entire episode before and. Oh, that adds so much more better context. <laughs> like, it just makes it that much better. Um, but now this is my first time watching. I, and like Steven, I'm like, yeah, I could go for some more of this. Mm-hmm. How about you, Amy? So I don't actively remember ever having seen it. Um, but I do know my dad was a big fan. Because my dad was a radio DJ in college and a little after. And then he worked in TV, which is honestly not all that different really right at least on the back end um mm-hmm. so i i definitely remember like if you say wkrp i'm going to say in cincinnati like i i know yeah. that part i don't know i don't know that i've ever actually watched an episode before today though so it's mm. exciting it <laughs> is so i did watch it quite a bit i remember i can't remember what channel it played on but i know it played because i i can remember that opening jingle i remember you know les nesman and um and that name right there but also uh you had as i mentioned andy travis and herb tarlek the uh the sales manager who this is our second time seeing uh frank bonner he showed up in just the 10 of us if we remember Mm -hmm. the the show that we don't like to talk about but he was in that (laughs) um and Tim Reed uh, is in this, and Tim Reed's great as Venus Flytrap. What a what a wonderful name! <laughs> what a name is so <laughs> good. And of course, Doctor Johnny Fever, Howard Hessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I know Howard Hessman more this from was a fun watching. Show. I really um, did enjoy it. What was it? Um, oh, now I can't think of this stupid thing where he's the teacher, head of the class. Head of the I class. Yep. Howard yeah. Hessman from head of the class more. So it's funny seeing him a little younger in this set, this show. I remembered head of the class starting off and realizing that it was Dr. Johnny Fever was now a teacher in the head of the class. So mm-hmm. like, I, I enjoyed that. But th- this show was one that I couldn't tell you a lot. I like I don't remember a lot about it just because I was so young when I watched it. But I remember enjoying it. Um, and then watching this episode reminded me of all of that. Just it's silly plots like this. It's just a little a little radio station in Cincinnati that that. The, when the series began, they were switching formats. So they switched formats to a rock station. That's when they brought in Dr. Johnny Fever. They brought in Venus Flytrap. They changed everything around. So the only, the only characters at the start of the series, the characters of Mr. Carlson, Les Nessman, and Herb, are all part of the station already. And they, f- they bring in all these new young people. So that's where they bring in... Andy Travis and Venus Flytrap and Bailey Quarters is uh, Jan Smithers played her. 
and they were bringing in new life to this radio station. So there's a lot of like old guard versus new guard kind of things like that. And this was an early episode that was a ton of fun. Mr. Carlson, who is the station manager, the uh, the plot of this episode is great. He just he's bored. <laughs> he wants to do yeah. stuff. <laughs> There is nothing worse than a board manager. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. And the the opening of the episode is so good because he comes in for the morning, and here's Lonnie Anderson as the secretary, and she's sitting there taking a phone call. baby Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. And they they have the station running so well, they don't need him there. Like, yeah. yeah. And Lonnie Anderson, you know, Jennifer just doing everything. And not even involving him, like no, he doesn't return <laughs> phone calls. Um, you know, no, he's 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 busy. He can't come to the phone right now. Like she's sorting all the mail, so he doesn't have to do anything. Um, and it's just I love because I love Mr. Carlson just getting more and more like I want to want to do something. Can Herb? <laughs> let me talk to Herb and Herb in his horrendous suits. Those suits. Are oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that plaid with the, the elbow 70s. patches and that oh. tie. Like the tie was about eighteen inches wide. It was so good. Yeah. I don't know if it was the first suit he was wearing or one later on where it, the tie was so big you actually couldn't see the knot. <laughs> just it was just down. straight tie all the way down. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I'd much rather have less... Andy's super tight shirts than those stupid suits. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, Andy Travis wearing the uh, super medium shirt. Right. Uh-huh. It's like a, mm-hmm. a size and a half too small. Um, that was great. Uh, and then Les Nessman comes in and, and so <laughs> Mr. Carlson goes from Herb to Les, like, Les, how you doing? Who wants to know? And Les Nessman <laughs> is great. Now, Richard Sanders, who played Les Nessman, is a voice that I know very well from later on because he ended up doing the voice of Bernard Bernoulli in Day of the Tentacle, which is one of my favorite oh, point and click adventure I games. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Now I get, yeah, that's where it's from. Yeah, it was he, it was picking at your brain, wasn't it? Yeah, trying to figure mm-hmm. out. I love I when love he asks him. He asks him what's going on, and he just launches into his news report. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that killed and over me. To the I was dying. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So the yeah, cadence I, he just dropped immediately into mm-hmm. newsman. Yeah, right. and there was one other thing that cracked me up when he's looking when uh, Mr. Carlson's looking through the mail. And she's like, what's all this? Well, it's important stuff. It's not for you or <laughs> something like you. that. It's not this for you. For it's you. important stuff. And then hands him one thing. <laughs> this is for you. Um, so, yeah, Richard Sanders as Les Nessman. Um, now, Mr. Carlson, Les Nessman, and Herb all came back in the spinoff of this, the new WKRP in Cincinnati. So this show ran from 78 to 82. And then in 91, they basically revived the show with those three and a new cast of characters. and did basically the same thing for a couple of years. And it wasn't quite as good, uh, but it had its moments. It had a young French Stewart on the series, uh, as well as Michael T. Williams before he was Bubba Gump. There you go. uh, But yeah, so Mr. Carlson is very, he wants to be involved in the the station somehow. So he goes to everybody. He goes into the one room and there's Venus and Bailey. And I loved, he comes in and it's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, the shifty eye like nothing. So, so you're off duty. That's great. And like the 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 out of touch uh, moment where uh, Bailey is like, "We're we're doing a um, 
We're doing a giveaway. We don't know whether to give away the Boston T-shirts or the foreigner T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do the Boston ones. The foreign stuff shrinks. <laughs> like, oh. That was so good. I mean, good choice anyway. I would have gone for the Boston T-shirt yeah. as well you yeah. know, as a Boston fan. Yeah. But he, he basically, he's just going to everybody trying to, I loved when he goes into the, uh, into the control room while, <laughs> while Johnny Fever's listening to the song. Because mm-hmm. number one, that was my dad. Like my dad would do that, <laughs> where he'd just sit there and just listen. Yeah. And I, having been a radio DJ, I would do that sometimes. You put on a prog rock song that's yeah. 18 minutes long so you can mm-hmm. just chill out and take a little nap. Um, and my I love, dad's he does, bathroom break song was Nights in White Satin, the long version with the monologue in the middle. That's a good one. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Or Inagata DeVito was another beautiful. one you could choose. Uh-huh. you got 18 minutes of drum solo. Um, <laughs> but he walks in and Johnny Fever's not moving. He does the whole, you know, hand in front of the face. Doesn't move. And then I love the, the insert shot where you just see his eyes move behind his sunglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it, Carl- it was him. It it was Carlson trying to read the label on the record as it was spinning. Yes, that was good. <laughs> He's yeah. trying to read that. He keeps hearing the dogs barking in the song and getting confused by it. And and when he says, "Am I hearing dogs in this song?" and Johnny Fever's like, "Well, I am." It's, just, <laughs> it's so good. So he ends up coming up with an idea. He wants to do a promotion. So he, he says, all right, he, he, everybody is complaining about him now. Everybody's oh, going to Andy I was going to say, can, com- can we talk about so, yeah. Because that scene. Because oh it's important. Gosh. The complaining yeah. from start to finish was great. And it just kept getting better. When Venus comes in and he's like, he keeps trying to, to jive with me. Well, what do you do? He, he used to be afraid of me. He used to be afraid <laughs> of me. Great. I thought it was a great relationship. Now he's like trying to talk and jive with and me then all it's, the time. What then he do? drops it. <laughs> Wanted to know if I needed anything. Like what? Yeah. Watermelon. Watermelon. I was like, oh my oh, gosh. No. So bad. Wow. I marked that off as racism. Check. Yeah. Uh. I love when um, that was like purposeful. Like sure. that was yeah. intentional. So we can and, go ahead. And Tim, Tim it's Tim Reed's delivery that sells that yeah. as oh, a yeah. great joke. Because it's yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's equal parts concerned. But also, like, kind of thinking that it's thoughtful at the same time. It's yeah. this weird thing that he's got going on. So that he's a one, racist, um, but he's a thoughtful racist. So <laughs> yeah, uh, just everybody. And when Herb comes in, and Herb's like, that. "I need to talk to you oh about Mister Carlson." Uh, get in line. Get in line. Oh, okay. Yeah. He turns he around t- and oh, sees. Sure. Just like literally, <laughs> so he just goes and stands in line. <laughs> But then it's the deal that Carlson screwed up, right? With yes. the pipe shop. And he's like, no, it's a front for selling illegal uh, drug paraphernalia. <laughs> it's like, well, where is this place? Yeah, Johnny, <laughs> Dr. Johnny Fever is like, so, uh, where is where, this, where is this where pipe is this shop? When, yeah. when, Johnny, when Johnny Fever comes in, he's like, I took this job for the same reason I figured he did. I'm not quite aware of what's going on all the time, and I sort of like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, just everybody comes in, and then Mr. Carlson comes in as they're all in there complaining, and uh, decides that now is when he's going to exp- he's going to let them know he's got a great promotion lined up, but he can't tell them what it is. <sighs> Doesn't want the secret to get out, but he needs. But Herb, being the kiss ass that he is, immediately is like, "I'm with you, big guy." 
Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, and he he manages to to con less into being part of it too. And so he's like, "What I need from you is I need your undying dedication, secrecy, and twenty live turkeys." <laughs> and that's all he says. <laughs> so no one knows what this is all about. Everybody's trying to figure it out. The next scene in his office is great because they end up getting uh, when when Jennifer comes in. My favorite part of that scene. Because she <laughs> she has that job locked down mm-hmm. to where she doesn't do anything she doesn't want to do. And so like she comes yeah. in, I need you to take uh, take notes on a press release. I don't do dictation. Hmm? All right, I guess I can do it myself then. That's fine. Can you get me a cup of coffee? No. We, <laughs> we discussed agreed. this. <laughs> yeah, we agreed to this. <laughs> and then when when she leaves, I love Les is like, how does she get away with that? And Herb is just like, are, Are you kidding? kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like obviously, that was like sexism. Check yeah. that's in there. <laughs> but I mean, it's she's... all part of the joke. Like yeah. it's all the butt mm-hmm. of the joke. It's yeah. in, it's in the good spirit. It's mm-hmm. just like, yep, we went there. Okay, mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. went mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, and it is sexism, but at the same time, like Jennifer is in control of that whole situation. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's, she is different. using it all for her advantage. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Then we get to the day of the event. <laughs> no one knows what's going to happen. No, no one does, no. No. including they, us. They we, send, no one has any idea. <laughs> the they audience, send less most out, notably. Yeah, they send less out on the remote. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which they don't tell anybody why he has to be on remote. They tell that Johnny Fever is going to give the announcement, and. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Carlson tells Herb, I need you right there by my side. So they're all in the control room listening, and Johnny calls, yes. calls Herb, and Herb's, or, uh, Les, and Les is ready to go. And uh, then they go live to Les, and he's standing out front well, of the storefront. Let's not skip over the whole promotion of, with the wigs. Uh, sending him to the Guatemalans because that entire conversation had me on the floor. Like, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> it, it was uh, it, like I forgot because by the end of the episode, like I forgot that that conversation happened. That's how good. Yeah, that's how you good. You haven't had oxygen is. in your brain for the last ten minutes that you've been dying. But yeah, there was a whole thing about sending wigs. They had all these wigs for a big promotion, and they didn't end up being able to get rid of them. Nobody wanted them or whatever. So he sent them to earthquake victims in Guatemala because they needed <laughs> they needed like supplies like or blankets well, like and rugs stuff. or something, blankets and stuff. Yeah. So the way Johnny Fever puts it, he said, "All I can imagine with those destitute earthquake victims." in Guatemala. Quake victims stumbling through the rubble all looking like Dolly Parton. <laughs> I was just... I was, I was no longer functional after that. So... <laughs> Sorry, Travis. No, I, it's fine. I, it's, it, it, yeah. I honestly, like, because of the end of this episode, like, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That tells you how... That's, that's how good this episode is, that a joke like that oh, I can forget about because of what happened next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they go to they go to Les on his remote, and he's standing out with his microphone, and he's ready to go. And it, he barely gets started when the owner of the store pops his head. I was like, "What are you doing here?" Give it By the way, that yeah, are you are you you have permission to be here? That actor, it's a walk on mm-hmm. role. I recognized him right away. This is how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I saw his face, and immediately I was like, 
holy crap, that was the, the, the actor that played uh, a small role in two episodes of Firefly. And I remember him from those. Amazing. He played the character of Adelaide Niska. That's who that was. Holy crap. <laughs> it's a weird superpower I have that I can't control. Um, I recognize him. I didn't think to look for him because, of, you know, turkeys, but holy crap. <laughs> so, so now Les is flustered, right? Because he just got accosted by this guy. He moves like a foot and a half to the side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out, and, and he keeps going and he, he starts talking about, you know, the crowd is gathering. They, and then he sees. And I love how Les has to read everything out. Mm-hmm. Even though you know what it says, he sees the helicopter coming, and there's a banner behind it, and it says God, "Happy it's, Thanksgiving." It's, and they cut back to the control room, and they're like, "All oh, like, come on, just <laughs> let's do it. Come on, Les." Because so, isn't Les the one who got the freaking banner? Yeah, it yeah. sure so, is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, he's a news guy. He's trained to only tell what he knows. That's he has and until that point, okay. he only knows thanks, <laughs> then giving. Mm-hmm. You know? W- and then W-K-R-P. <laughs> P- <laughs> so all of this unfolds, and all we have is less and the control room. And that's it. We don't see any of this. It's all told to us by Les Nessman. <laughs> Suddenly, something comes out of the helicopter. And it's, it's on its way down. But there's no parachute. Then there's more. A parachuter, there's a, perhaps. Yes. There, yeah, perhaps a parachuter <laughs> from, at 2,000 feet. 2,000 feet. <laughs> 2,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a few more, but no parachutes deploy. And then, oh my, it's turkeys. Turkeys are hitting the ground. One has gone through like the windshield of, of a wet car. Cement. <laughs> <laughs> wet cement got me. That one. That's that when was, I was dying. That was finally what pushed it over the edge for me. Was they're hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. <laughs> I was over. I was done. <laughs> so that was Mr. Carlson's brilliant idea: was letting turkeys go out of a helicopter. <laughs> Live turkeys. Live turkeys, because they do mention it's a black figure falling from the sky. Yes. Not a you know, not a flesh-colored blob. Nope. <laughs> you know, this is a live turkey. So all of this happens. <laughs> we cut how, to like. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I love how all of a sudden his feed cuts, and then you know Johnny <laughs> yeah. Fever's just like, "Thanks for that, Les." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's got to recover somehow. Thanks. Yeah. So they cut that off, and we go to a commercial. We come back from the commercial. Andy's on the phone with the mayor. Mm-hmm. No, Mister Mayor. No, look. I know there was property damage, but nobody got hurt. And then you cut that with Jennifer on the phone with the Humane Society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know what the Humane Society does. Yeah. No. no. Well, not a lot of turkeys make it past Thanksgiving. <laughs> that line. That killed me after. so good. That was the one. They killed me a second time. <laughs> and then in walk Mr. Carlson and Herb. And they look rough. Mm-hmm. Mr. Carlson's yeah. hair. Carlson's hair at that point is great because he's got the, like, the balding ring. Yeah. The power donut. But one half of it was sticking up. <laughs> yeah. And the other half wasn't. His suit is all torn. Herb looks like hell. It should have worked. 
It was perfect. It should have worked. I thought of everything. <laughs> and on his way to his office, Jennifer's like, Mr. Carlson, do you want me to get you a cup of coffee? And he pauses for a second. And he looks at it and he says, no. No. We agreed. We agreed. And he just heads for his office. And then Les comes in. <laughs> We've already described several moments in this episode that broke us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. yeah. Nothing prepares you for the moment where Les walks in. No. That's what happened. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> a young uh, a father and his son tried to kill me. <laughs> I had to hold up in a phone booth. <laughs> After that, things get weird. <laughs> yeah, as if it wasn't was weird like, at that point. They talked about yeah, because the, they land the helicopter when they realize that dropping live turkeys out of the helicopter is bad. So they land and they let out the rest of the turkeys, who seem to understand what happened and want vengeance. It was like they were organized. <laughs> they mounted turkeys. a counterattack. Listen, all right, listen. Turkeys are scary. Okay. They are. Bird they, friendliness they, is inversely proportional to size. And so help me, we eat turkeys out of self-defense. This is what it is. They're frightening. The way Richard Sanders' delivery in this whole thing is just brilliant. So and then good. to end it, so after all of that, to end it all, is just Mr. Carlson comes out one last time. And he just stands there for a minute as the closing credits are starting to starting to show. <sighs> As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> and that ends it. I will tell it's you, a over, masterpiece. over Twitter, Facebook, whatever other socials I'm on, uh, over four or five different social media apps, that was the one thing every single person responded to when I posted yeah. we're talking about this. Yes. Yeah. Every it single is, person. It, it is a brilliant piece of comedy this whole episode is and the whole and what i love about it is it is your classic sitcom where it takes place in three rooms Mm yeah and and one outdoor shot that is probably a soundstage anyway but that's it yeah it's all in the the performances and how they delivered those lines and you just imagine you can just picture this helicopter and then just Turkeys dropping like like bombs right. onto so, like, the people. Right. Okay, but my question is: Let's pretend that they could fly from two thousand feet because turkeys, like, all right, farm turkeys probably can't fly, but like turkeys can fly. I've seen them, and it's terrifying because <laughs> um, they should. They look like they should not. Um, but my my parents have a, a pretty decent flock of wild turkeys that live in the neighborhood, and like. They roost in the trees at night, and then they come down in the morning, and that is frightening when you haven't had your coffee yet. <laughs> Watching that happen, um, but what? It, okay, so let's say they could fly. What? What? I still don't understand what the end game was going to be in that point. Okay, so you you throw them out of the helicopter, and now they're flying. Now what? <laughs> I don't get it. It's just not. 
No, yeah, no, none Mr. of it Carson is a good idea. was just thinking generosity. We will be the most generous radio station ever. They will remember us for being generous. Instead, they remember I, us from bombing them with turkeys. We we missed the part at, at like at the very beginning of the like retelling of like of the recount of what is of is what is happening. Unless it's like there's quite a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, because they advertised that they were doing yeah. something, but they didn't advertise what they were doing. What? At all. Quite so a then crowd. it was just helicopter I comes think they in make... and starts dropping bombs on them. Like, I think they make a reference to it being the worst air disaster since the Hindenburg. I think they said <laughs> yes. that. Yes. And the best <laughs> part is because Les's delivery is that. Like it mm-hmm. is the, the Hindenburg. delivery yes. and it's, yes. it's very good. It, th- this episode might be the best episode of the show. Yeah. Um, so we certainly are starting off on a high note if you are going to watch you know, seek out and watch more WKRP. It is it is rated nine point six on IMDb. Dang! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, you don't get That's ratings impressive. like that very often. Like no, no, especially Not for, for TV, a, a TV older show that you like. You yeah. have to come to IMDb to rate this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long after it is. Dang. Oh, this is going in rotation for Thanksgiving holiday viewing uh, mm-hmm. for me. It's planes, mm-hmm. trains, and automobiles. WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do that. 100%. This is, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend seeking out the rest of the show because there's only 90 episodes, yeah. um, and most of them are pretty good. It's a lot of this kind of stuff. It's a lot of these silly things. you know. Yes, you're going to deal with like Herb is constantly hitting on Jennifer. That's just a running gag, but yeah. he that's him. Like He's the yeah. smarmy, mm-hmm. slimy sales guy. So that's what he does, and it was you know late 70s, early 80s. Those were the jokes that got made. Yeah. But, but Herb as a character, really funny. And well, and the nice thing constant... is, like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't care, like, she's she like, care. yeah, she's like, here's your mail and that's all you're getting. Yes. <laughs> like, that's all, that's <laughs> pretty all I'll good. ever have for you. Yeah. Well, it does, it does the Archie Bunker kind of thing where this guy's making horrendous jokes and he's the butt of the joke. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, he's the moron, Mm -hmm. which is the only way to do these kind of things, which is what there's the 10 of us failed to do. You know, at least from my perspective, it failed to do it. Mm -hmm. This, you know, even with the sexism, it's like, okay, we get it. And then the racism, it's like, okay, the buffoon is the racist guy. It's always the, the person being a dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the butt of the joke. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and it's and and it's done with like, you know, Mr. Carlson's very out of touch cuz he's an old right. old ti- time radio guy and he's still wearing a suit every day while, you know, a- Andy Travis is coming in in his uh mini mini t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you got he, I mean, he's he's tuck in. That's true. Think- I was going to say though, he's wearing those tight little yeah. t-shirts in Cincinnati in November. Well, if, I mean, if he grew yeah. up there, he's probably used yeah. To. I was about to say, sure. listen, um, there are people here in the north whose entire personality is wearing shorts when it snows. So, yeah, you can do the tiny, you can do the tiny t-shirts. I feel like they do that just to like prove something. I don't know what they're proving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a buddy from Wyoming who wears flip flops when it's like forty-two, and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you can be warm. It's okay, okay. But I, mm-hmm. I hate shoes though, so like I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I known. only knew I only knew one person growing up that did that, and he had uh, a sweat problem where he he didn't sweat, so he had to wear shorts all the <laughs> oh, time okay. to regulate his body yeah. temperature. But um, I get yeah. that. Sure. No, but there's a difference between wearing shorts when it's cold and that 
and being the shorts when it's cold guy. Yes. There's a there's a distinction. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. either part of who you are and we just accept it or you're trying to be that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and we mm-hmm. can tell. We know. Now, unfortunately, WKRP in Cincinnati is not available on any streaming services. Um, I don't know if it's even readily available to purchase. Uh, Yeah, I would kill for an actual either HD or, shoot, standard definition rip of this. Because what we got was... There were faces were very hard to make out at points on Facebook streaming service. I I wound up watching it on Daily Motion, uh, where it was flipped backwards to oh, nice. uh, oh, nice. to avoid the mm. to avoid the uh, copyright bots. Oh, oh yeah. So for some Man, reason, I was at Cracker Barrel the other one... week. I could have looked for it there. There's oh, only yeah. one <laughs> season of it available on iTunes to purchase, and that's it. Madness. It's got to be the music. It's got to be because of music played during the show. Oh, you know what? Probably. probably, Yeah. Yeah. Because music killed the Wonder Years for years. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't get a lot of shows. Wonder Years. Yeah. Is it it Due South or? No, Northern Exposure. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah. If you used licensed music, you've got to pay that license again when you change formats. What was it? Was it Felicity or something where they, like, re released it and changed some of the songs and people went nuts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, songs aren't picked arbitrarily. Like, nope. yeah, eh, right. if you're a CW show, you just pick the hot song at the time. <laughs> Not yeah. to say CW sucks, but let's just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and they just pick weird crap that's on the radio uh, for the end of every episode of a thing. But, right. you know, with shows <laughs> like this, this is hand-picked. Mm-hmm. You know, well, especially mm-hmm. late 70s rock radio, right? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Guitars, man. That was one of the things I wrote down in my notes when he was listening to the music, just playing and like pretending to take a nap mm-hmm. or whatever was going on there. I was like, man, I really miss guitars on the radio, <laughs> like real gu- guitars that are singing to you. You know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we don't do that anymore. It's definitely a show worth seeking out if you can find it. I'm pretty sure there's a DVD release out there floating around. Uh, check your Cracker Barrels, your Walmart bar- bargain bins, whatever you can find, mm-hmm. eBay. Um, because it's worth it. The show's so funny. Oh it's, yeah, it, it was really great, is. and the characters are great. Like I, I will always remember Les Nessman that name. But mm-hmm. if you hear, like, even if you've never seen the show and you hear the name Les Nessman, you you have a picture in your no. head of what he's going to look like. And you're and it's right, exactly yes. what mm-hmm. he looks like. Yeah. The, the one other response I got on Twitter was somebody was like Les Nessman. It's like, <laughs> oh, we'll be talking about him. Outstanding. Oh, so, so good. And that was WKRP. That's the turkey drop. Okay. Uh, one, the, one, one of the best Thanksgiving episodes of a show. Uh, one, yeah. one quick thing before we completely yeah, wrap yeah, this yeah. one up. According to the Wikipedia, Turkey's Away was based on a true story. What? No. <laughs> Nonsense. So according no, to the creator, about right. <clears throat> he adapted Carlson from Jerry Bloom, the general manager of a station... WQXI in Atlanta and recounted <laughs> that the episode was inspired by a similar live turkey giveaway promotion by this person who tossed turkeys out of a pickup truck at a Dallas shopping center parking lot. <laughs> I mean, according to the AJC, he said that the that following the disastrous promotion, he quipped, I didn't know turkeys couldn't fly. 
Almost word for word. <laughs> the public went nuts fighting over the turkeys, and it was a mess. And that was about the whole story, to my knowledge. The turkey drop was never repeated. That's See, this is... The best jokes are the ones that are just real life on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... That is the best joke. So That's amazing. One piece of trivia was after this um, aired, radio stations would start doing turkey drops, but they were <laughs> gift certificates for turkeys that you could sure. redeem. Mm-hmm. Um, it was ranked by TV Guide as one of the greatest episodes in TV history. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> easy. Can't imagine this why. is up there with like, this is up there with vitamin and vegemin in my mm-hmm. mind. It is just <laughs> such a fantastic setup and punchline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it just, it goes and goes and goes. And you keep thinking you've heard the joke. I've heard it. I've heard it. It's over until, as God is my witness, I thought <laughs> turkeys, turkeys could fly. fly. Like, they <laughs> nailed it. Like, <laughs> talk about this. a mic drop of a line. Yeah. yeah. It, it could not have been more well done. I was blown away. I love these slow burn. It wasn't even a slow burn. It was just a fast burn all the way to like this killer joke. I love things like that. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Burn After Reading. Uh, it's a Coen Brothers movie because it's honest to goodness, nothing but a two hour setup for a three second joke at mm-hmm. the end. And it just, I love <laughs> everything about that yeah. stuff. That was one movie. I felt, I was literally been over laughing so hard. I couldn't even breathe uh, at the end of that movie <laughs> in the theater. I'm like, I just don't even know what to do with myself right now. Go oh, watch that. If you haven't seen one. it, it's good stuff. Seek out Turkey drop. Watch it this mm-hmm. week. You're, you're, you're welcome. Yes. You can, you can thank yeah. us. Later. Watch it on mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah. When you're um, sitting there in a trip to fan coma, yeah. turn this show on. Yes. That's, do it. We'll um, drop the link to the Facebook one on a Twitter mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So anybody yeah. can go grab it. Uh, now, next week, we're going to start off uh, a month of holiday slash Christmas, uh, whatever, whatever holiday we decide. Uh, episodes we can do multi multi holiday stuff there's there's episodes of hanukkah and episodes of christmas absolutely sure probably other stuff we are going to start off though with a certified bona fide classic we're starting off with if you're of a certain age if you're our age you remember this aired every single year you probably had it recorded on a vhs tape and had, mm-hmm. you can remember With the commercials. Campbell's soup that commercials and exactly. the Folgers coffee That's... where the kid comes home in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and makes coffee yep. for his mm. parents. And that is Charlie Brown Christmas special. Oh, man. It is currently only available via Apple. Um, yeah. So, you know. You can probably watch it backwards on, like, flipped left to right on YouTube. That's, yep. I've watched it there before. I'm, 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 cer- I'm certain there are places out there, or just dig out your old VHS and uh, and find your tape. Just pop it in. I have it on mm-hmm. DVD also. Excellent. Oh. I did. There was a brief time where they put out like all those old specials on mm-hmm. DVD, and oh, I yeah. purchased all of them. My little collection. <laughs> yeah. They're all, like, I have like a bunch of DVDs of just thirty minutes, and I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> This is this is one that is near and dear to my heart, uh, as mm-hmm. is a lot of people. The Charlie Brown Christmas special is wonderful. And that's how we're going to kick off the month yes. of December uh, slash very late November uh, next week with a Charlie Brown Christmas special. And I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about that, watch it again. Oh, I'm getting nostalgic just thinking about it. 
Yeah, that might be one I watch with the family. Like we just sit yeah. down together and oh, yeah. watch it. This would be a good one. Yeah. So that's what's coming up next week. Uh, did we get any feedback this week? Well, I was talking about uh, it all through the episode because, like, yeah. like yeah. I said, yeah. over social media, the most respondents I got was, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> and let's be honest, uh, that is a, uh, a quote to, uh, to end all quotes. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. I think, what great. was it? Jenny Josephson uh, commented on it on Facebook, and she was like, me and Matt quote this every year at Thanksgiving. Like, we just go back and forth. It's like, it's, it's, it's things stuff. like the delivery of Oh, the Humanity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst so aerial mm-hmm. since the Hindenburg. <laughs> and then it just cuts out. And that's the best part is then the feed yeah. just cuts out. <laughs> and they're like trying to well, get him back. And they're like, well, thanks, Les. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. So, uh, and if you want to, um, you know, send us feedback. You can. We're on Twitter uh, while that still exists as uh, those <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, those days show. Uh, we also have those were the days show at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Audie puts up amazing artwork every week. Uh, your Les Nessman, you it's killed so it with good. that. So good. I had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. And I cannot wait to see what you come up with for next week. It'll be fun. Mm, me either. so definitely check all that out and we will be back next week with the charlie brown christmas special so for me for amy for steven and for audie enjoy your thanksgiving eat lots and lots of turkey or you know whatever uh thanksgiving food you want and then take a nice nap we'll see you next week